Good morning, everybody. Oh, I just blew my head off. Oh, yeah, me too. Sorry. Oh, you're not turning up there. There you go. Did there you blow go. your head off, Derek? I did a little bit. Or I did because I was the one speaking. <laughs> good morning. It's time for the Beer Geeks Hear Us Pour. And we are in a good mood at this moment. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. <laughs> can always tell when we start off in a great mood. Chef Gene is in the house with us tonight. Today, this morning. Oh my God! <laughs> morning, Freddie. It feels like <clears throat> we never even stopped from last night. I got to be at a wedding last night that Chef Gene was the caterer, providing the fine food. And Freddie providing the night. fine sounds. Yeah, it was great, man. It was a yeah, lot we of had fun. A good time. I owe you big time, Daddy. I got a surprise for you. Nice. Yes. Like You'll really dig it. And I'm sure Dirty Derek has a bunch of surprises for us. We're all indulging in this breakfast prepared by the one and only Chef Gene Philbin from Peculiar Culinary Company. And it's unbelievable. I didn't even want to break into the meal because it looks so pretty. And I refuse <laughs> to be one of those cats that are going to put up a picture of their meal and I know, I'm telling a chef, we think it's cheesy when people put pictures of the food up there. Like, I mean, what else could he benefit from on Facebook from? How could it, How else could you? I mean, yeah. I understand your desire to do that. So now I feel a little bit like um, a tool for saying that. <laughs> but it's so pretty, this breakfast you prepared Thank for you, us buddy. today. And I'm sure it's going to go wonderfully with the fine beers that we have. We have a little bit of a special show today. Mm -hmm. Killer giveaways, killer beer, and a special guest calling in in a little while, Dirty Derek. Yeah, we have a great show lineup today. We have, uh, we're taking a look at a brewery this week, so we're going to do one of those brewery features again. Right. And uh, this week we're taking a look at the fantastic New Holland Brewing. Cool. They are out of Michigan. Right. And um, they have a pretty good footprint in our area. But, uh, you know, we'll talk to the, one of the co-owners, Fred's going to be calling in, and we're going to talk to him. We're going to see about how their footprint is in the States. And we also, uh, for the first time that we're going to have on the show, we're going to take a look at some craft spirits. Oh, yeah? Mm. So we have some oh God, we have some so hop good. whiskey, and uh, we have their beer barrel-aged bourbon, which is actually a bourbon that, you know, was aged traditionally. And then they took it and transferred it into, a lot of people know their Dragon's Milk Stout. Uh, it's a bourbon barrel-aged stout. What they did was they took the bourbon and transferred it into barrels that had just previously aged the Dragon's Milk. So you're going to get some hints of Dragon's Milk wow. into a bourbon and then bottled. So, yeah, it's a, it's a complicated process. Dr. Dr. Johnny Blindside from Exit 190 Beer. Deli man, you were talking about this outside before we came in. You were looking forward to this dra what's a dragon slayer? Dragon's milk. Dragon's milk. <laughs> we're looking forward to it, weren't yeah, you? Absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a really well known beer for them. And uh they've really got themselves like a fantastic lineup. Everyone that kind of has uh anything from them. I've never heard anybody really knock anything they put out. And uh we're kind of starting the show off pretty big with this one. We're going right into their Imperial Hatter. A lot of people know their Mad Hatter IPA. This is their beefed up double IPA, the Imperial Hatter. Oh, and uh, it's got a lot of flavor. It's, it's really nice. And you look at it, it's a little deeper. Uh, it's a little more malty than uh, a lot of the other ones that we're used to. But it's got really nice body, nice mouthfeel. Really holds those hops in suspension. You get a lot of citrus coming through predominantly, like our whole uh, sweet citrus. And it's, it's surprising. The only thing I will say, a lot of breakfast foods... Throwing them with an IPA, it's kind of like, eh, hit or miss. This actually is a really nice pairing. I will say that with having the, the sauce and everything in it, it really Thank highlights. It's, it's great. It wasn't even planned out. It just worked out perfectly. <laughs> it's a nice breakfast beer with uh, Chef Gene's uh, steak and eggs and potatoes. Oh, my here that we have. so good. Right. Yeah. 
Didn't it look pretty when you opened it up, oh, too? I was, yeah. I, was very, I was very happy this morning when I found out, because I didn't even really know this was, everything was going on, because sometimes we, we just kind of lose right. communication during the week, and oh, I yeah. found out, I'm like, oh, all right. And then when Gene asked me if I was hungry, I said, what, what do you think? <laughs> of course, yeah, here. Let me tell you what. Last night, Gene was so tired because he put in such a full day. And his poor wife just looking for a chair to sit in yeah, until everything wanted. wrapped up. When you t- when uh, I told you, Derek, he was coming in, and you said, yeah, he's bringing food. And I'm like, not a chance in hell. <laughs> no way. He could barely stand last night from the work that he did, and it was fabulous. But there was no way that you were going to come uh, wake up and make this fabulous breakfast, man. I can't come here empty-handed. No, you cannot. Uh, no. <laughs> and that... Dragon's milk is going well with this fine breakfast. No, this, this isn't. The, this is the Imperial Hatter. Oh, we're not on the dragon. The Dragon's milk. We're gonna wait, wait, wait a little bit because uh, this is actually a special one we brought in. It's got chilies added into it, but that's kind of the ones I wanted to talk to Fred awesome. about when he calls. And we're gonna talk about a little bit of the whiskey and the the bourbon, the whole process of getting into that. No, this is just a really nice. This is a great one if you you know the hopheads that are out there. When that loves the IPAs, it's the the big to do, and uh, this is a really nice one. If a lot of people are familiar with the Mad Hatter. Uh, the Imperial Hatter is once around. I don't know if they have the ABV slammed on here. Yeah, nine point three. I was just going to ask you: I, yeah. I, Is it me, or do you get kind of that alcohol? Like, it's a little heavy, right? It's, yeah, it's it's all you can really get it out of the malt. You can. I don't think, it's, it's, I, and I don't say that in a bad way. No, it's, no. it's just got a, a sharp. You know, in wine world, they say it's like tannins. I don't know yeah. what is it in beer world. Same thing. Uh like the esters, the the esters. Yeah, uh, it, it's. It doesn't have a lot of oh, alcohol. Wow. It doesn't have too much of the heat coming through. You mm-hmm. just kind of get it on the back end, like yeah. as it goes down your throat. But uh, no, it's 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 really nice and fruity though up front. That's the hops are really a lot of fruits coming through. You almost get like a stone fruit flavor. You get a lot of the citrus. You get the grapefruit, some lemons, some orange. It's, it's a really it is really winds up being a really good breakfast beer because it's almost like a nice fruit juice. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but at nine point three percent, nine point three, yeah, not a bad way to start our day. And the character that's on the bottle is the uh, from the uh, down the hole with Alice. Oh, nice. Down the hole. Alice through the looking glass? You know what I mean. Down the hole. That's a different movie. Following following the uh, rabbit there. Yeah. Remember that Disney movie, Down the the Hole with Alice? (laughs) Some of their earlier work, I understand. No, man. The the original one has a Mad Hatter on it, too, right? Yeah, they have a whole Hatter series. Even the the tequila is actually called Hatter Royale. And we talked about the different uh, creative artwork that they have on it. That was pretty cool. Their whole, uh, what they really stuck with was this, all the IPAs have the Hatter theme. They have the, the Black Hatter, the White Hatter, they have the Imperial. They have That's what they've really stuck with, with that whole thing. Even the one we're going to be ending off with today is actually the Michigan Awesome Hatter, which is actually a local sourced IPA. Everything in the IPA is all from Michigan area. Hey, you know that guy from down in the hole with Alice? <laughs> that's right. He was drinking some dragon's milk at the end of the show. He was slaying some dragons in the hole. <laughs> all right, so you're saying that this beer is going... You can tell we're all distracted yeah. by a breakfast, ma'am. I'm sorry about it, but there I'm is gonna no I'm going to start way. like unleashing the breakfast halfway through the show. <laughs> what exactly are we eating? <laughs> This is uh, just my take on steak and eggs. It's kind of pretty classic, actually, but I sous vide uh, some flank steak for about an hour and a half in an immersion circulator and then seared it up a little, lots of fresh herbs and yeah, uh, salt, pepper, and garlic and all that good stuff. So good. Two it's local great. eggs over the top, sunny side up, um, and then some roasted fingerling potatoes with kind of a blend of Italian herbs, and I finished the whole thing with some uh, black truffles. And I didn't mean to change the subject there, Dirty Derek. Oh, it's no, just no. that you said it paired wonderfully with this beer, and 
he had no idea. Yeah, it's, it just really highlighted. Awesome. It's just because of the the sauce, and then you get the sweetness coming through from that. And even when you when you crack in the yolk and the egg, that really kind of gives this creamy texture and really kind of highlights the mouthfeel, the, the the body of the beer, and it gives uh, the hops a chance to kind of really come through because they can sink their teeth into that and it kind of sits more on your palate. So you get all those wonderful fruit flavors coming through from this. Isn't it funny? You won't be hungry at all. <laughs> And you wouldn't give a damn about having a breakfast, and then somebody brings it, and you're thrilled. <laughs> and you eat it in two minutes. <laughs> and we're distracted by this fabulous breakfast from Chef Gene from Peculiar, and I apologize. I'm sure you're able to follow us, and I'm sorry I keep distracting there too, no, Dirty no, Derek. No. But we're all enjoying it so much. Thank you. We got to get a much. big breakfast banquet, Dr. Johnny Blindside. <laughs> we, I didn't think I was hungry. I had a little something just on the way and figured, okay, that'll be enough. Yeah. I'll come in here and all of a sudden, well, you look at that and you go, okay, I'm hungry again. <laughs> wow, a nice catered <laughs> breakfast, man. That's a great way to go. Not a bad idea. No way. Yeah, we could definitely do your steak and eggs for He you. is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week man. Yes, indeed. Outstanding. You gotta watch him run. You gotta watch him run his kitchen. It's so funny. (laughs) I I sit back like a fly in the wall. I didn't wash dishes last night like I did at Exit 190 when we did the pop up. I didn't do that, but it was great. Derek, I'm sorry I keep distracting because I'm in love with this meal and it was great and it hit the spot. And I know you're enjoying it as well. So, what do you think about Is this beer available for anybody to get? The New Holland, you know, as I said, I want to talk to Fred about their representation as far as states because they're they're actually. pretty limited like to us we don't really think anything of it that's the thing it's funny with a lot of beers is what we see in our shelves we just kind of you know don't really think anything about it but right sometimes the stuff that we have really is only available here uh-huh. or only available in two or three other states and and new holland i know has is i think they've probably grown a little bit more and added a few more states since i last knew of it but um they're really readily available in this in this area you can find pretty much everything i want that's the other thing i want to talk about is the spirits how they're going with that like if, if they're starting to get into distribution because that's a whole other you know avenue you have to go if you're a brewery and you start a distillery you have to have them separate you wow. have to have all and you have whole to go different through, license and everything yeah right? it's a whole different you have to go through a whole dis- different distribution line and so that opens up a whole other business avenue that... And up in Pennsylvania, it's a whole lot different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even more difficult. So there's a whole different uh, avenue you have to go and attack on, on these things. But a lot of the breweries now you're starting to see getting into distilling. And there's a lot more craft distilleries coming out. And you see that really a lot in New York. There's there's uh, bars that are just, you know, focusing on bitters. There are bars that are focusing only on craft spirits. They only have... They have a very limited... Like, you walk in... A lot of the dive bars you go into, and they have shelves upon shelves of different liquors and everything, and, you know, there's the standards. You go into some of these craft ones, and they only have a few select ones that they have hand-picked, and that is all you're going to get. And if you don't like it, they don't care. <laughs> and, and it's great. I mean, it's, it's great because, you know, you're, you really have to trust the bartender at that point because that's really whose hands they leave it in to make these drinks and to, to get everything prepped and ready to go. So it really is the best of the best, so you should expect that. But a lot of these crap breweries are getting into it because it's an easy transition because really beer or liquors like it's just distilled beer. When you're getting into whiskey, you're just distilling the beer and, and making it into a whiskey or a bourbon. All, All the whiskey these, starts as wort is beer. Yeah. Really? So you're just distilling really? it. So it's a really easy transition for breweries to do that because it's just an extra step in the process of what they're already making. Outstanding. Well, on that... We're going to have to take a little bit of a break. And, gentlemen, did you all finish your breakfast? I did. Oh, sure did. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm going to get a coffee before I dive into the rest of that fabulous breakfast prepared by the one and only Chef Gene Philbin. Thank from you, Gene. Peculiar Culinary. Welcome. He's the master in the kitchen, and I know all about the master of the man cave. 
You want to get it done, you need a custom kitchen. Got to see our good friend David. He's at Celtic Cabinetry in Millwork. And where's that location? Broad Street, rear, 205 Broad Street. There in you Pits. go. And look at me. You're on top of it. I'm I'm freeballing it here, too. <laughs> Would that be the word? Oh, yes. Okay. Good yeah, thing you're sitting down on the other side of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you mean in reference to, I get it. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's what you want to do. You want a custom cabinet or a custom kitchen built into your house. You're building a new house. You're remodeling. It doesn't matter. You want that man cave. And a man cave is a man's castle. Chef Gene, do you agree? Yes, indeed. Dr. Johnny Blindside, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding. Celtic cabinetry and millwork make it happen. Dirty Derek. Tell them how they can get hooked up with David. You can find them on Facebook, Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork, or give them a call. It's 570-654-1461. Outstanding. We're going to pay some bills, come back and drink more beer, and hopefully talk to Fred from New Holland next on The Beer Geeks. New members play $200 on us, only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Now through September, sign up for our Players Club, play your favorite slots, and we'll cover your losses up to $200. And that's just the beginning. You'll get exclusive benefits like discounted or free rooms, great deals at our restaurants, and much more. Join today and play $200 on us, only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Legendary fun. Visit MountAiryCasino.com for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. I'm Ken Pollock, and right now at Volvo of Wilkes-Barre Scranton, you can drive away in a Volvo S60 for just $179 a month. Luxury, safety, and excitement starting at $179 a month. Ken Pollock's Volvo of Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Volvo WBS.com. This just in, the banks cannot keep up with the record number of vehicle repossessions. Lee Heighton Kia will be holding an exclusive sell-off of repossessed, unclaimed, auction-bought, and previously bank-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, including Acura, GM, Ford, Honda, Hyundai, Lexus, Nissan, Toyota, and even Mercedes. Save thousands with up to 50% off original MSRP on truckloads of vehicles, many with original factory warranties, through Monday only at Lee Heighton Kia on Blakesy Boulevard. Drive home with $49 down and then just pay off or finance the outstanding balance on repossessed, unclaimed, auction-bought, and bank-owned vehicles. Guaranteed credit through a nationwide lending program that guarantees automotive credit regardless of any previous credit problem. Lee Heighton Kia is offering a 100% credit guarantee. No dealers, please. This event is open to the general public only through Monday only at Lee Heighton Kia on Blakesley Boulevard. Again, that is through Monday only at Lee Heighton Kia on Blakesley Boulevard. One little joint supplement. You know this powerful little pill is great for your joints. It even has powerful benefits to help increase your mobility and flexibility. But the joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't give you the joint relief you're looking for. Until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It's the number one selling joint supplement at GNC. The only thing our complimentary sample of Instaflex is missing is the price. Because right now, we're offering adults a complimentary two-week sample as part of a nationwide giveaway. Call and claim your sample today. 1-800-947-7549. Instaflex provides powerful, effective joint relief for your knees, hands, even your hips. Prove it to yourself by calling now for your complimentary sample. Instaflex is available at GNC, Walgreens, and CVS. But you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-947-7549. Call now for your two-week Instaflex sample. 1-800-947-7549. One day and one chance of a lifetime. Thursday, July 31st from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Coors Light will be at Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre with tickets to see Daughtry and a meet and greet with Daughtry. There will be $1 Coors Light drafts at Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre July 31st with Coors Light.
right, guys. We're back here at Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. We got Dirty Derek. We got Dr. Johnny Blindside. And we do have Chef Gene Philbin from Peculiar Culinary. Morning, Freddie. What's up, buddy? I can't believe you are definitely a trooper after rocking out that <laughs> wedding like you did last night. Absolutely. I wouldn't miss this for the world. You know that. I knew you would show up to do your show. I know you're all about that. I knew you were all about that. Absolutely. But I didn't think you'd be cooking, and that's when Derek told me, man, I'm still stoked by that. I'm impressed. That's <laughs> what I should say. I'm definitely impressed. And without further ado, want to move on to the next beer there, Dirty Derek? Well, now we're going to tap into the uh, the old spirits. So We've left the cool. beer world. This This is a hop whiskey. Hmm. Now, what, what this is, is uh, it's kind of done more as the, the tequila-style type whiskey, um, but there's a lot of hops thrown into the mix on this one. It, it's still got the, uh, you know, what you love with alcohol, and it's done within the, uh, the realm of keeping that Hatter theme going. As we said, that they, yeah. they like to use the, the Hatter theme with everything. We just kind of noticed the, uh, the logo and how yeah, and cool it is. You have yeah. to, like, look through the whole bottle. Yeah. You said whiskey tequila it, in the same sentence. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind that. of more like a tequila. That that's kind of what they they kind of put it as a hop keel. I think they call it hop keel. Yeah, but you know it's really it's it's a whiskey. It's a hop whiskey. Really, it's yeah. It's the way it's it's. I mean, it's a whiskeyla. A whiskeyla. Whiskeyla. That's no 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 no. Yeah, and right now, as you're speaking of this wonderful beer, would you like to take our call from our oh, very special I friend would. from New Holland? Wow. He would be able to explain it much better than me. Outstanding. <laughs> Why don't you turn that? his turn it on here so we can hear too? What are you even saying? I don't know. Phone call. We got no cans. Oh, that's right. Please, welcome. Where's your Where's your headphones, they Sean? Work. They don't work. All right, this okay. is really, really well, good. Well, no, do your thing, and it's all good. This is Fred from the New Holland Brewery. How you doing there, Fred? Hey, guys. How are, how are you? Here, roll with this, Derek. i got to find Dr. Johnny all Blindside right. headphones. <laughs> We're doing good, Fred. We, are, we actually already uh, we finished off an Imperial Hatter. Oh, and, great. Uh, we're, we're moving into the the, uh, the hop whiskey now. So the uh, Hatter Royale, or, or do you say Royale or Royal? <laughs> I say Royale. Okay, that's why I didn't know if we are going to be fancy. Uh, so that's what we're moving into now. So we're actually starting to talk about. Now, with doing with doing this, uh, what's, well, first, all right, before we even do that, let's get into the brewery itself, because I think that's better than jumping right into one of the beers. Uh, how long has the New Holland Brewery been around, and, and how many states are you guys currently in right now? We're in our 17th year, and honestly, I'm, I'm losing track of the number of states we're in. We are opening a few markets this year. Oh, wow. Um, in the next month or so, I guess we'll be up to about 18 or 19. Okay, great. Um, and then we're going to uh, push the pause button on new markets for a bit, but we're uh, doing pretty good there. No, it's great. It's, it's, we were talking about that because to, to us, like New Holland, we've we've pretty much gotten accustomed to you guys being around, seeing them everywhere. But a lot of other states, I know you guys didn't have a huge distribution footprint, so I wanted to see where you're at. Yeah, we're mostly upper Midwest, and then we stretch out east uh, as far as New York and then down to Georgia with a few gaps uh, on the eastern side of things. But uh, New England is opening this year, and uh, we're opening Colorado and some of the other Great plain states on the way out there, like Nebraska and Iowa. So things are exciting. Great. Well, we're we're happier here. So, <laughs> thank now, you. What, with with doing the the uh, the ha- the hop whiskey, uh, what's the process for you guys with doing this? Do you have to really hop this up the wart and then do it? What's what's the process of making this? Well, somewhat ironically, I guess the process 
means making an unhopped spirit um, to start. And uh, this beer was an experiment originally for one of our Hatter Day celebrations, which is when uh, all these Hatter ideas are generated around kind of variations on a theme from Mad Hatter, and it's something that we uh, have started doing for our anniversary party in uh, June at the pub, and then it kind of has inspired other things and, and become a bigger deal. But so this spirit started for one of those parties where we distilled uh, Mad Hatter, uh, we distilled finished beer, and then dry hopped it. So, you know, we're kind of blending terms using a beer term in the spirit world, but dry hopping typically, you know, means mm-hmm. on the cold side, post-fermentation. And so when the spirit was done, then we soaked it in hops um, and then um, filtered it and bottled it. So we were kind of um, going process first, and we weren't really sure what we were going to get. And um, and what's funny is, you know, it's pretty close to what we got the first time. I think these days we haven't really changed it much. It was exciting and kind of fun to discover the hops in a different setting. I think it brings a lot of lime-type citrus forward. Mm. Um, it's bright. Uh, it it acts a little bit like a tequila, which is why we originally called it Hatter uh, Royale Hopkila. Um, but the process now, we're not, we're no longer distilling finished beer. We're take, we're, we're brewing, um, an unhopped beer for a wash, which is a typical whiskey, uh, process is fermenting, uh, from a grain base and then taking that, uh, what we call wash, what a old school distiller, distiller might call beer, mm-hmm. um, we take that wash, distill it, and we have um, this white whiskey, essentially, and instead of aging it in a barrel, we soak it on hops. Do you use uh, an extraordinary amount of hops because of it being like the higher alcohol content? Does that interfere with, with uh, everything with the lupulin and all that? Is it, does it have an issue with that, or is it... No, I wouldn't say that it's an extraordinary amount. Um, I think one of, the, one of the things that changes things is that we're not heating it, so you... You know, when you're steeping hops instead of heating it, you get a much uh, different character, and, you, and those aromatics really stay intact and, and fairly intense. Um, and, and they age, they, it steeps for about a week. Oh, wow, that's it. I was expecting longer for some reason. I don't know why. It just kind of... <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, amazing. I mean, the uh, I think it's kind of a testament to... Uh, intensity hops and white whiskey you know a white spirit like that that hasn't seen the barrel yes you're right there's a lot of alcohol but there's also it's a it's a fairly neutral it's not neutral but it's a fairly um blank canvas for these other flavors to come across the top fred they're making extreme faces as they're throwing this back (laughs) you i really wish you could see it Hey, we're used to having beer in the morning. We're really not used to having, you know, uh, spirits in the early. morning. It is early. But, uh, you know, um, well, what do you guys think? What are you tasting? No, that's, I, I get I get a lot of those those uh, citrus-type notes coming through from the hops. Like, it really does kind of add, like, a lime thing, you were saying. It almost gives it. I, I am far, far from a tequila fan. Uh, it just brings back really a lot of bad memories of, you know, being in college. Um, but no, it, it, it doesn't, it, it has notes of that along those lines, but it's, I'm not a big liquor fan, but I can, I could actually have this. Like it doesn't have too much of a kick. Um, 
I think as long as you're kind of, I was always kind of taught to sip when you're when you're doing alcohol, kind of taking some air on the side, and it kind of cuts the alcohol heat on the on the back end. Yeah. I think yeah. it's kind of as long as you do that, it doesn't really have any of that kick. But it's 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 smooth. I mean, for everything, you know, for what it is to to my palate and you know what I enjoy, I actually enjoy it. So that's kind of a testament from for me. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the it was it was yeah, a little sweeter. Spirits meet oftentimes too. The second or third sip will give you a little more access to the flavors because the first sip is a little bit of that. Yeah. Shocking off. Yeah, that your power, the, uh, the whiskey shivers. I realized that 80 proof is this morning's um, routine. Um, <laughs> well, so, it is now. <laughs> so, you know, I recommend sips two and three for sure. Yeah, Fred, I wish I could have collected a, a collage of all three of their faces at the yeah. same time and put them all together and then had that shipped to you because you would have you would have found it amusing. Good morning. Good morning is right. Well, we're, we're, we're moving on now. We're going to try another one. This is the one I, I actually, I, I'm a big bourbon fan. Like, I love a really nice bourbon. And uh, when I got this one, this was, I was really, really excited about the, the beer barrel-aged bourbon. Now, what, what's the process with this one? Are you well, here we're taking finished bourbon, mm-hmm. So, uh, and there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace about what it takes to be a bourbon, um, and people talk about it having to be from Kentucky and what have you, and that's, that's not the case. What bourbon is defined by is being more than 51% corn and aged in a new oak barrel. Mm-hmm. So um, we take finished bourbon that's gone through that process, and then we age it in beer, in, uh, beer barrels barrels that started as a bourbon barrel then they came to us and we filled them with dragon's milk typically at least twice um and then after the barrel had served its duty to dragon's milk the bourbon barrel stout then that barrel moves over to the distillery and we put bourbon in it so to explain the flavor process i think i would start with what it's offering to dragon's milk is that you know uh, as as beer ages in a bourbon barrel, that beer is penetrating the wood, and as it penetrates the wood, it displaces some of the spirit, and it's getting oak character, which is like vanilla and coconut and, to- and toastiness, mm-hmm. and it also gets nice. some bourbon character, which is a little more of that sweetness and and that uh, that that round bourbon character. And so that happens over time. In its second use, we use a combination of first and second use barrels. Um, in its second use as a beer barrel, it's going to get less bourbon and more oak as there's more beer in the wood. Um, and then when we move that over to um, the distillery and bourbon goes back in, the exact um, same thing is happening but with the opposite um, effect, meaning the bourbon is displacing beer and that beer is coming out of the wood uh, and into the bourbon. And we, I like to think it kind of rounds its corners mm-hmm. and, and rounds its edges, and it brings a little bit of a malt character, which I think represents itself often as cocoa. Uh, if you think about cocoa a little bit, it'll probably show up a little more prominently, but it just really gives it a smoothness and a, yeah. and a depth that uh, we find remarkable. Yeah, it definitely cuts the sharpness that you would get from some bourbons. It kind of gives it, as you said, like, you know, rounding it off is kind of the best way of describing because as you sip it, it doesn't have that kick that a lot of bourbons, you know, that, that little twitch you like to see when people take a sip of bourbon sometimes. It kind <laughs> yeah. of el- it eliminates that and kind of gives it almost like a little bit of a biscuity quality that, that gives it a, a more of a dessert note to it. That's really smooth. That's really smooth. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, this of everything I've, I've tried, like this probably is my favorite one. And, you know, and I was a bourbon fan going into it, and I kind of expected that. the The one thing too I wanted to know when you're doing this, because you're going from aging, you know, the beer in the barrel, uh, the bourbon barrel, and then putting bourbon into the beer barrel, 
can it be a road? How do you then put it back into rotation with putting dragon's milk in it then? Or is there? We do actually, we bring that barrel back to the dragon's milk program and we see it as a third barrel in the available meaning you have a, a collection of first use barrels. You have a collection of second use barrels and now you have a collection of beer barrel barrels. And so, it can be added in in different quantities to, uh, you know, Dragon's Milk is all a, an art of, uh, you know, shows the art of blending because mm-hmm. we're, we're using blending to make a, a fairly consistent flavor in an inherently inconsistent process because each barrel has its own thing going on. Now, so um, those barrels do come over the Dragon's Milk program. We don't really have the answer as to, you know, how many, what's the total number of times a barrel could be used or... Or exactly, uh, you know, we're still kind of um, learning the um, possibilities of, of beer barrel bourbons coming over. Okay. Now, w- with these spirits, are you guys distributing these yet, or are these still? I know that's a whole different line of <laughs> legal issues and distribution chains. Yes, it is. And we are distributing them. We have been distilling since 2005. We began distribution, you know, locally and kind of in the in the area right around Michigan in 2000 and end of 2008, 2009. And then um, we are now, I would guess we're in about, I should know these numbers, but we're opening markets so fast, it's hard to keep track. Um, We're probably in 16 states with Spirit. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Very similar to the beer footprint um, with a couple of gaps, and then uh, there'll likely be some markets that are Spirits only here in the next uh, year or two. That's great. Well, good. Uh, you know, listeners can just kind of go and check out New Holland Brew. Is there a different website you have specifically for the spirits? No, they're both on newhollandbrew.com. Okay. Um, there is a, uh, you know, kind of a beer channel and a spirits channel once you're on there. Okay. And then we also have a product finder. So over on the right, you can click on a little a little map icon, and you can type in your zip code, and it'll... Um, It'll show you where our products are. There are occasionally some gaps on that technology-wise. If the state or distributor isn't reporting, yeah, yeah, digitally, then there could be some gaps. So it's not the be-all and end-all. But for the most part, you'll get a yeah, you get a good, good grasp of uh, where you can search by product, by store, or like I want only stores or I want only restaurants. Perfect. You'll get yourself pretty close. Outstanding. Thank you very much, Fred from New Holland. Checking in with us, talking about his fine brews. Thank you very much. Derek and John and everybody was looking very much forward to your phone call. They had me staring. He actually went and got my coffee so I could watch the phone. And that's a first, Fred. So, All right. Well, I'm happy to help. And uh, I'm headed over to the uh, Summer Beer Festival here in a little bit in nice. Atlanta. So um, fun. thanks a lot for having me this morning. And, uh, and uh, have a good time, guys. Cheers. Right. Thank you. Thank you, you very too, much. We're going to take a short break here. We'll be right back with the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Come sail away with Koopa Seafood. Today and every Saturday at Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton, get two dozen U-Peel shrimp for just $5.99. Plus, enjoy live entertainment. Tomorrow, get steamed clams for $2.99 a dozen. Plus, for a limited time only, text Cooper's to 72881 and grab your text coupon for a free dinner when you buy a regular price dinner. Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton. Wow. Geico's been saving people money for over 75 years? 75 years? Fancy that. My dearest wife, 
Do you possess knowledge about GEICO, making it feasible for society to spend less capital on automobile insurance for over three quarters of a century? Why are you talking like that? We said fancy that, so I was just fancying it. GEICO, saving people money on car insurance for over 75 years. To commemorate the opening of their 29th location in Mountaintop, Jack Williams Tire made a $500 donation to the Pennsylvania Wounded Warriors Organization. The Pennsylvania Wounded Warriors is a nonprofit organization that aids in restoring the physical and mental health of wounded vets in PA. Last fall, with the help of Mary Grace Eckert, sixth grade student at St. Jude School in Mountaintop, coin collection banks were set up at the Jack Williams Tire locations in Wilkes-Barre, Hazleton, and Kingston in support of the PAWW. Since 20 2012, Mary Grace has been very actively involved in the PAWW, raising almost $5,000 to date for wounded veterans in the state. What makes the PAWW stand apart from other nonprofit organizations is that 100% of all proceeds stay within the state and are used to help cater to the needs of our wounded vets. Jack Williams Tire prides themselves on giving back to the community, and with their mountaintop location opening shortly following Memorial Day weekend, this was the perfect organization to support. Join Wilkes. Ferry Racing, Wendy's, and the running community for a spectacular event on September 27th at Harvey's Lake. The Wendy's Half Marathon at Harvey's Lake, presented by Wilkes-Barre Racing, offers exciting distances in an incredible setting. Distances include 5K, 8.2 miles, and a 13.1-mile half marathon. The beautiful course includes continuous views of Harvey's Lake on closed, police-supported rural roads. This is the perfect tune-up time and distance for Steamtown Marathon racers. After the race, join in the after-party at Grotto Pizza, including some awesome live music. This event directly supports foster care and adoption in Northeast PA. Visit WilkesBerryRacing.com for details and registration. Runners, walkers, volunteers, and sponsors welcome. Once again, the date, Saturday, September 27th. The place, Harvey's Lake. The event, the Wendy's Races. The reason, support foster care and adoption in Northeast PA. Bring out family and friends to root on for their favorite runner. For details and registration, visit WilkesBerryRacing.com. Have you recovered from the Bourbon Boys? Oh, we're we're champing. We're champing it. All right. <laughs> I was worried about you boys. Jeans I was shaking. I was shivering. worried about you boys for a second. I don't know why the bourbon doesn't go down as quick as the beers do for me. How does that pair with the breakfast? <laughs> Delicious. It's 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 really. I mean, if you are a fan of spirits, They're you will lo- you will love dynamite. love these. The issue is, you know, all of us. But the except John John's kind of more of you know enjoys this. I'm not one. I don't really keep spirits in my house. I just kind yeah. of am not. It's not my thing. But uh, I would still you know I still love them. That's why I want to see I, if if they're distributed here. I would highly recommend people go and pick these up. The bourbon's fantastic. That really is light and sweet. I got a bottle of peanut butter vodka from Dogfish Head oh, like three that's years good. ago. That is good. I've still had in the freezer. I, I cook with vodka. it. Nice. Wow. I, I'm not even yeah. sure I've ever drank it, that except is for a, if I've a nutty that. Irishman or a nutty Caucasian. That's probably one of the first craft yeah. uh, breweries that I've had any of their... <laughs> <laughs> nutty Caucasian? Yeah, that's... That took me a second to... Yeah, like the White Russian. <laughs> but, uh, nutty Caucasian. Caucasian. But, uh, that, that was probably the first craft breweries uh, distilled spirits that they've had was from the Dogfish Head. Right. And it yeah, was the peanut too. butter vodka. And it was really... Because I, I remember having it, 
And I thought, how did they pull that off? Let me see how mm-hmm. that goes. And I was amazed. It it was like creamy peanut butter. It's yeah, but not like doesn't have that. that I don't alcohol. know how to. Just, it's it doesn't just have. The, yeah, it doesn't have the burn. I no vod- burn. V- vodka to me brings back Burns. the worst night of my life when I was oh, living wow. in Boston. Go on. I, I had oh. Tell us in great detail. All right, th- this is when I was young. <laughs> what and he remembers? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is when I was young and stupid and did not know the difference between a plastic bottle of vodka and a regular oh. bottle. I thought oh. Vodka's vodka. Yeah, I can right. drink it in order. This one's like, cheaper. Yeah. And then I found out, like, no, it's uh, not purified nearly as much. No. And uh, can make you violently ill. Yes. As I found out the next morning when oh, I buddy. laid on my couch watching I don't even know what was on TV. I guess Futurama. No, it was probably something much, much worse. Not sure why that's this, this, was, this was probably... Oh, that was Pastorama. It was probably like eight <laughs> years ago or so, so I don't even know what I was... Whatever was right. on the... And it was a horrible day, and after that, I could not drink vodka for a long time. So yeah. when I had it, when I saw that, I thought, you know what? I'll try that. Give it a try. And I, I enjoyed it. And I uh, that's funny. Coming back from alcohol poisoning from vodka, and then trying Damn. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a good point, though. That you know, we talk about craft beer all the time, mm-hmm. and then the quality that's in it, and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing with spirits and, and with you know whiskeys, bourbons, tequilas, and that kind of stuff. The better end stuff is better. It's it's made better and it's, it actually doesn't affect your it body. It treats and, your and body better. Yeah, a lot yeah. better. A lot yeah. better. You can enjoy it with the flavor and you don't have the after effects. And speaking of good, we are now moving on. This is the mm. uh, cool. This is the dragon's milk. And this, what this is, uh, dragon's milk is one a lot of people know. It's, it's you know, Fred was talking about the dragon's right. milk. That's what the, the bourbon was aging those barrels. It's Damn. it's a imperial stout that has a lot of bourbon notes and everything into it. But what this is, is aged, this has a little bit of chilies in it. So it's got a little bit of spice kick to it. This is the, the Dragon's Milk Reserved with some toasted chilies. Now, this has, in the aroma, you don't get any of the chilies. Like, I haven't gotten any Not of them. Not a bit. If you, you, you don't, don't get any of the chilies. <laughs> when, you take a, when you take a sip of it, it's not there in the front. It's all in the back way. end. It's really right in the back end. You just kind of wait yep. for it. Right as it washes over the back of your tongue, the little palate, it just kind of then all comes through, and you get all those spicy tingling and wakes you up. It's not overwhelming, though. I mean, we've had some extraordinarily spicy ones where we almost lost John before. <laughs> I and, came back. Uh, <laughs> I came back. That's hilarious because that is true. <laughs> but it's, it's not nearly that spicy, but it's, you know, the spicy beers is one that uh, a lot of people have really started getting into making these beers. And a lot of people really enjoy that because spicing foods and beers is a, is a big thing. It's a big. Hey, we all know people who like the stuff, the hotter, the better. Yeah. They want, you know, they want to light your tongue on fire. And that, that's not my thing. But some people really get into oh, yeah. super, super spicy hot. It's not that John guy's thing. You notice I'm not talking a lot to Dr. Johnny Blindside because I'm a little pissed off at him. How come? Oh. We'll find out in a minute, won't we? No, wow. oh, no. He did not go see Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, speaking of, I, was, I, had, I, I, had, a, I had a revelation this week. I think John needs to start a cover band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, let me give you, this is the name, okay? okay? You ready for this? this. Yeah. And now, what, awesome. what this is going to be is... Just careful, I can think of something for you later. <laughs> Huey Newton and the booze. And now what the cover band is, is, is John on stage. With Fig Newtons. If you want Fig Newtons, you can have them. But my, my thought was just John on stage right. drinking mm-hmm. acapella singing Huey Lewis songs. Uh, I don't know about this. Dog. I would go. Oh, boy. I would go. I would go. I'd go once. <laughs> well, I didn't say you had to be a repeat customer. It's oh, like, okay. <laughs> Tickets are $10 million. <laughs> We're going to get this going. We're going to have John out there. Oh, boy. Yeah, you got to watch that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's going to work out. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to fly, guys. Well, I'm not this, hiring this Derek. Was, this was my meal ticket out of here. What am I going to do now? 
Go back to the drawing board. <laughs> you need to find something to that do was, with your spare time. That was my best idea. I think Gene might be hiring a... <laughs> dishwasher. Um, soon. Dishwasher garbage taker out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So, the this, beer... This is pretty... Yeah, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, this is... It's got a real nice... You get some of that bourbon characteristics, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of coconut. It's kind of really more... It's really interesting because up front, when you first take a sip, it, it just has like a standard stout characteristic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any. It just, it you know, it's a thicker mouthfeel. It's 11%. It's a little more hefty, but it doesn't really have any of the really strong punching characteristics up front. It all oh, kind of washes over and kind of comes through on the back end. That's when you get all these vanilla, chocolate, coffee, some chilies mixing yeah. in with it. It's a really, really, I mean, Dragon's Milk is a beer that people really seek out. When that comes out every year, people are really looking out for that one. And it's a great one to age, too, because, you know, once you get into 11% alcohol and then being a stout, like, this is a really great beer. You can actually age. And with this one, my imagination with this, you know, the chilies are really going to start to drop out with this as you as you let it age a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes after, you know, maybe two, three years. Yeah. I wouldn't really go too far with this one. And the, the chilies are going to kind of really change a little bit. This is a two thousand. This is a, this is this year's vintage. This is a 2014. I don't, I don't know if this would be like a waste of product, but I really feel like I'd make a big bowl of chili with this. Wow. It's a good idea. Like just a braised brisket chili, not like ground beef, you know, mm-hmm. like something hearty and you'd kind of take care of half your seasoning. At the same time, like you were talking about the vanilla in that, which yeah. is, I, I get a lot of. Um, I feel like in lieu of milk, using this in brownies, like to have like a peppery brownie. I don't See, know. See, I'm thinking of this as, as the perfect breakfast dessert beer. Yeah. With some kind of breakfast sweet stuff, uh, after. Uh, like a, a nice French toast with you know yeah. creme anglaise and maybe yeah. some homemade ice cream or something. This would go to, it, to cool down the, to the me. Any, pepper. Anything you can think of that would be great with chocolate milk, you could substitute this beer yeah. in for, and it would it would fit the bill perfectly. Yeah, it's really pretty tasty because it, it would add an extra layer of, of spice to it too, which would make a really more complex dish or whatever. If you're having French toast with this. You don't typically see some chilies tossed on top of French toast, but having that nice little kick in with the maple syrup would be really mm-hmm. good to add a layer of complexity to this. And, the, and it's, it's hefty enough. It's like 11%. It, it's hefty enough to really cleanse the palate and, and kind of... It doesn't taste like 11%, No, though. there is no not heat. Not even close. Not, no heat whatsoever from this beer. And Listen I really, to you guys putting together all these big plans and big <laughs> ideas. That's what we do. You want in? <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right. He just in. wants another plate of breakfast. <laughs> well, I had an extra yeah. one, and he gave it, it away yeah. like a dodo bird. I don't know what you did that great, for. Great, great, great. You have to come over for lunch then, I guess. <laughs> or you have to, you know, you, you start making a dish that goes with every beer. Same it's dish. Outstanding. But just make four or five of them for Yeah, you. that's a great <laughs> idea at 9 o'clock you in got, the morning after a 14-hour day in the kitchen. <laughs> We're going to Facebook order them next week for what we feel like. There you go. Yeah, you're going to start sending menus out. You're going to have to do something in that. That order definitely, unless we turn the beer geek radio hour into a three hour show, <laughs> okay. Then at least I could do like that you know, could happen, addition hour. That there could definitely happen. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, in there we go. Lunch. Now we, we have the format, we, we are ready to go. You yeah. guys are definitely ready to go. Now, this, find some cool also, here. this is another be like we said, New Holland, they're readily available in the area. Some of these, you know, like the, the reserve are going to be a little more limited only because they don't make as much. Even the dragon's milk itself, they don't make as much mm. as the, you know, the Imperial Hatter or the Mad Hatter, the regular flagship type beers. Um, but you could find this one around if you look around for this one. And, and as Fred said, you can go to New Holland Brew and you could yeah. search these out as long as 
everything is with the distributors. That's the issue they right. were into is the distributors have to report to them to be able to have everything accurate and up to date and blah, 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 blah. I was thinking about something. I think you said earlier, you kind of take, Johnny uh, said earlier, you take for granted uh, when you see something on the shelf, you figure, well, we're in Northeast PA. We're the last to get everything. So if we have it, everybody has it. <laughs> but that's not the yeah. case. You said 16 states, and it's yeah. pretty neat that... Uh, you know, right here in Northeast PA, you can get some, some and they've pretty been, And they've been here for a while, awesome too. They, they're, like he said, they're adding a few more markets this year. They're All adding right. Colorado and a couple other places. But they've been in Pennsylvania for a few years. So we were kind of one of the initial ones that they went to. Because, I mean, I, mean, I would assume that they went right away to Ohio and yeah. kind of branched over. Because, you know, being in Michigan where they are, just kind of move down and then move over. Makes and sense. then start gapping over. So, I mean, they've been here for a while. We've seen them in this state for a while. Because to me, when I, when I first heard... Uh, an interview with someone from the brewery, I don't remember who, and they were talking about their the states that they're in. I was blown away that it wasn't, I figured, probably almost all of them because yeah. they're so available here. I can only imagine, though, that, you know, we, you think that common sense means you stay close and get the next state over. Right. But remember, as in Pennsylvania, yeah. difficulty in going through all the processes Absolutely. and the laws, sometimes you go, you know, it's not worth it. Just it's go, not, to, it's go to the next state, we'll ship it there, it's and we'll make a lot more money. It's neighbor, yeah. Right. Absolutely. All good times. You guys are on top of your game here, kicking out all these plans and playing ping pong with all your facts <laughs> and things and this, that, and whatever. You want to tell these fine people about this giveaway we have? Yeah, we have. New Holland really hooked us up with everything with this. We actually have, Fred wrote a book, The the Beer Evangelist. It's a really good book. Cool it actually, book. he breaks it down by the months and he kind of works through, there's a whole ton of information. I don't want to get into it. Definitely. Uh, so we have a ton of information and we, there's that book. We have two pint glasses from New Holland. We have some stickers, some buttons, some bottle openers, and a lovely t-shirt from them from their Mad Hatter Day that they had at the brewery. Caller number... Caller number nine, you call us up on the telephone, 855-777-1023, 855-777-1023. Caller number nine wins this crazy prize package here from New Holland on the Beer Geeks radio network, radio show, radio hour, whatever the hell they call it. <laughs> it's it's Mick Jagger's birthday. He's 71, 71 years old today. 71 years young. Young, Ooh. he is. And because it's his birthday, I'm going to play Twisted Sister Under the Blade here on the <laughs> yeah. Beer Geeks Radio Hour.
bunch of chatty Cathy's. Happy birthday, Mick Jagger. That was Twisted Sister for you. <laughs> Twisted Sister. I'm sure he appreciates it. I love so, Twisted Sister. I had Jean writing down her name of our winner and taking the phone number for me. I got Joe Cardar. No, it's Joe Carr. Is it? You said C-A-R. No, Joe's cool. I got his phone number. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, there was a miscommunication. I don't know if it came from my end to A miscommunication or Freddie just didn't listen. I was, Joe or Freddie was speaking in Swahili. <laughs> Her name was probably Sue. <laughs> no, no. Joe's cool, man. Joe's Susan cool. Susan Smith. The Lord. <laughs> Outstanding. Joe oh, Cardar. Joe Card- what did Joe win, by the way? He won that wonderful New Holland. Weren't you listening, man, when we gave it away? Oh, No, God. I dozed off. He was chug- alcohol heat. <laughs> he was chugging the chili beer it's over here. too much Al- chilies. Alcohol heat. He won this real cool New Holland uh, prize package what? that uh, Derek's yeah, actually- buddy Fred sent us. 
That's why we were so happy to have him on the air today. That was a great interview. Yeah, and the book's really cool. It was actually when they sent it to me, I wanted to flip through and kind of see. And it's a good book. There's a lot of information. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope somebody helped you with the big words. Uh, we have one last beer, don't we? <laughs> wow, that was a quick kick in the groin and moving on. Wow, you guys were on delay for about seven se- seconds. I watched Gene I have a steak stare. Hangover. He heard it, went through his head, and then slowly started laughing when it hit him. And it was about a 13-second delay. Sorry about that. That's okay, in man. In case you had a dump. I'd, so like to, <laughs> I'd like to burn you with a cigarette to see you sit there five minutes. Ah! Oh, what was that? Yeah. All right, Derek. Last beer. We'll We're wrap on to our last one. Now, this is the, now we said, you know, the Hatter series is all their IPA. This is their Michigan Awesome Hatter IPA. This is all locally sourced Michigan ingredients used in this IPA. Uh, so they really put everything, it was all intended to really showcase Michigan. That's the one thing I will say about New Holland is they are very proud to be a Michigan brewery. I think that's Alice in the hat on the bottle. <laughs> She's down the hole down again. the hole. <laughs> you know, the guy from Alice in the Hole. You know. If you missed the first half hour of the Beer Geeks Radio Hour uh, here on Sports Hub 102.3. And you'll be able to listen back next week when we put a throw back up online. You can enjoy it all if you missed the first half. But uh, no, this it's it's got some, uh, was it Centennial hops in there? John's in the back. I think it's Centennial. Uh, so I didn't, get, some, I didn't uh, get that far. The big words again. Tahi, Yeah, Centennial. Centen- yeah, the- so you get a little bit of spiciness coming through from this. It, it's not a, it's not a citrus forward hop or a citrus forward IPA. Now that's really what we get from a lot of American IPAs. Or my palate is just completely screwed up from the chili beer. It might be, but uh, I think I'm not, that's the case. They're from the, Le- the Leelanau Peninsula. That's where they come from. I'm not. I'm not really getting. There's. It's not a lot. I mean, it's a really nice IPA. It's really balanced, uh, but it's not a citrus bomb as some IPAs can be. No. Unless, is anybody else? Is anybody getting citrus from this? Or is it, just want to make sure my palate's not killing. Okay. It's a lighter, bomb. very, very light. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really. Light. Yeah. Okay. Right, good. It's, it's not, not just a me. biting one. This it's is... more of an, an earthy kind of herbal type hop coming through. So you kind of have the, those coming through. It's. And it's not that uh, West Coast. Dankness no. really coming through. Almost a lemony flavor in it. It's just a really down the road, middle of the road type uh, IPA. It, you know, as far as hop, hop profile goes, it's still really nicely balanced. You know, it, it's really good after <laughs> what we've done to our palates today. West with, uh, Coast dank. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a delay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh. Score, Gene. <laughs> right one on the chalkboard for Late. Gene. That's the first one since I've been on the show. Cut <laughs> <laughs> me some slack. Gene breaks into the scoring column. Like, <laughs> like you, you, you use the word middle of the road IPA. Like I know you were talking about like the the hop level. Um, I did all around. It's kind of a middle of the road IPA. Yeah. It's, it's tasty. I would enjoy a handful of them. I, um, I mean, just you know, as we're talking, I don't know if I'd go out and hunt this one down. No, but this- I think it's a pretty darn drinkable. If I was at Derek's house and he had a fridge full, I would happily take at least a dozen of them. (laughs) Would you? Off of his hands. And then leave. (laughs) Oh, I'd be long gone. No, I would drink them there. Before he even I would drink them there. No, this is, it's a tasty IPA. It's it's good. It's It's, it's an enjoyable IPA. It's simple. I think it's also, I mean, I kind of think it's a nice lead-in, too, if you're not an IPA fan. Yeah. This is is a less aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. This is a much less aggressive. What's the percentage on this? Uh, I don't know. Let me. 
Let me guess, 14, the way Derek's been picking them today? Let me use the uh, the Google 38%, machine. Thank God Freddie's driving us all home. Yes, I am, because that's the kind of guy I am. So no. you guys are digging this beer. This yeah, is for, killer. It's for, tasty, for, their, yeah. for their Hatter series, it's cool. Oh, it's quite tasty. That can't be right. It doesn't say it on the... You know, the guy from the Alice bottle. in the Hole. Alice in the Hole says. <laughs> Outstanding. Alice that's didn't a pretty tell us darn how much good beer. For, for their Hatter series, this is, this I would say, you know, without putting anything down, like, it's kind of a weaker one of the Hatter series compared to 5.8%. Oh, okay. So it's, so it's, it's a nice it's session beer. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, compared to the other ones, and, uh, you know, this is kind of tagged more as an American pale ale, so it's a little mm-hmm. less hoppy. But, uh, no, it's it's good. It's an enjoyable one if, if you're trying to get someone into this style. It is, yeah. Great it's a great starter. Them. It's tasty. I, I enjoyed it. Guys, when you're having fun, time flies. Oh, Fabulous yeah. breakfast. It Thank was outstanding. You. And uh, we had a great guest today, Fred, calling in from New Holland, telling us about the beers that Derek brought in for everybody to share. Good times. Joe won this fabulous prize package. You want to get in touch with us, go to our Facebook page, do the Twitter thing. Or go to, actually, you can go to beergeeksradio.com, cool. and you can find nice. Links to every All social media we're involved in, Instagram, everything. And you can listen to the past week's shows on there, too. Sounds cool. Sweet. Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork, thank you very much. One of our fine sponsors here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Rear 205 Broad Street in Pittston. Stop in and see David. Custom Kitchens, the perfect man cave. You need to go and take a walk through this fabulous showroom. Make that happen. Dirty Derek, thank you for bringing in all this fine beer. We have Dr. Johnny Blindside all the time from Exit 190 Beer Deli. And, of course, course, Chef Gene, killer breakfast from Peculiar Culinary Company. Man, I'll tell you what, if you have any kind of of, uh, situation you need catered by Top Notch, a rising star in the beer (laughs) geeks ranks, man. That's the way I look at it. Fabulous breakfast. Tell people how they can get hooked up with you. Well, you can uh, find our website, peculiarculinary.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, We're on Instagram, Pinterest. We do everything. Uh, Info at peculiarculinary.com is the email. And just hit us up. Talk to us. We do parties of two. And we just did a party of 400. So So whatever you guys need, uh, we can take care of. It was perfect, man. Perfect last night. Perfect breakfast. Uh, we had a blast Changed last night. all of our mornings. Oh, Derek, we love do you it. agree? Thank you, Absolutely. Definitely. Anytime. My pleasure. Brought a Thanks smile for having to my me. Face Definitely. After. Yep. <laughs> the first 20 minutes were all just like, hey, pass it salt. Was, <laughs> was, I think we were still waking up. Salt. It was perfect. I, I am so impressed that you cooked after last night catering that wedding. Gene, I am so impressed. Outstanding job. Thank you. With all that, I for Dirty that. Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside, of course, Chef Gene. I'm the bad influence with the best intentions. I consider all you fine people dealt with. Enjoy the rest of your day.